Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Tag Talks with me, your host, Matt Welton. If you like smelly cheeses, you're in the right place for some smelly chat. This series of Tag Talks takes our special guests through their favourite meal from across time and space on our Wibbly Wobbly food tour. For those who don't know me, I don't like cricket, I love it. If you want to find me COVID permitting, look for the local village cricket pub where you'll find me with a pint of black sheep and a golden duck sat next to me due to my elite cricket skills. In the words of Aristotle, he's got more leaves than a tree. The episode, this episode, we unfortunately couldn't get Tom Bailey in, but keeping with the theme, Tom Divers, a new MDS staff member, is joining me to enlighten me on his favourite food palette. Tom is your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, moving from stopping criminals in the burglar alarm business to being a primary school teacher, where he started recruiting future MDS graduates from an early age. Tom now is diving into a job at MDS as a talent acquisition officer. So, Tom, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? <laughs> Hi, Matt. Thank you. What a great introduction. Um, I'm really good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a tiring day, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So, for everybody here, do you want to just sort of give us a bit of a background to yourself and like how you came to be at MDS then? Yeah, so I am relatively new. Uh, three weeks in, so still green here at MDS. Yeah. Um, and I'm working in the talent acquisition part. So I'm about the beginning of an MDS trainee's journey here with us. I'll just use that really cringe word journey. But <laughs> journey, yeah. You'll tend to find work at MDS. That probably comes up in every Zoom call journey. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a little bit about me. So it's um, it's been a bit of a whirlwind because with COVID, I started the job working from home. Uh, yeah. So it's been really different, but I'm enjoying every minute so far. So. You haven't actually met anybody in the office yet, have you? Until yesterday, I um, I hadn't, but I've had a bit of uh, the an IT issue, so I've managed to angle my way into the office, and I've got to meet Kirsty and Safi. <laughs> I mean, you probably know more about Greta from the podcast than you do of actually meeting her in person <laughs> yeah. at the moment. <laughs> I know, that's the thing that we can build a bit of a relationship on, is sharing about our podcast experience. Yeah, exactly. So what sort of things will you be sort of doing, like, in your role then? Like, how will you interact with, like, the MDS uh, people at the moment? So, yeah, so what I will be doing, I'm going to be going out to universities and doing more of the career fairs, that sort of interaction, looking at, you know, potential trainees and also as MDS, you know, everyone gets involved in different aspects. So there'll be meet the trainee events that I'm looking forward to being part of. And as long as our roadmap for the UK goes well, it won't be a virtual one. We can actually all meet face to face. So exactly brilliant. and usually apparently i hear there's quite a few drinks that go around at some of these events and some of the mbs <laughs> staff tend to get involved as well so uh sounds like a bit of a fun experience covid permitting hopefully we'll open up for that this week's special ingredient is maltesers when i was nine years old i ate five packets of maltesers and proceeded to be very ill afterwards and haven't touched them since if don mentions this ingredient he'll be the first person to be kicked off the show but hopefully that doesn't happen and let's get on with the show. I guess uh, on that note, uh, before we start, I sort of have this theme. It's a bit, I didn't tell you about this, but I sort of asked sort of like a silly question or an interview question. Right, okay. <laughs> that you have prepared for. So uh, <laughs> this, question, this, this question is sort of slightly philosophical, but um, do you think cereal is a soup? Wow. <laughs> uh, I've never considered it as a soup. Then, 
if you think about it, it is in a bowl. It's a liquid. It's got chunks in it. So it could yeah. start. You could look at it that way, but um, it's it's mainly milk based, isn't it? I mean, but you can't base it on heat because actually, like cereal. I mean, like gazpacho is like oh, yeah. whole. But then yeah. also you have to think about, don't they have like these milk soups and like over in Asia and Thailand? So theoretically, it's just a sweet soup. <laughs> well, you can you can have um, wheat bix put it in the microwave for really thirty seconds. Nice Are you wheat? Are you a Weetabix fan? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good start to the day. I can't, I can't eat it. It's. Um, I used to have this mate at school. He used to go to school with me, and uh, I went to a boarding school, so I had to have breakfast every morning. And he used to, um, for breakfast, he used to just have dry Weetabix with salt on it. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> that horrible. is. That sounds like that challenge, you know, when it's you have to eat a um, as many crackers as you can. In like 60 seconds. Yeah, that's almost like his challenge to start the day off was to eat those two dry Weetabix pieces. God, please tell me you have some with you. We could do that live on the show. <laughs> yeah, that could be a meet the trainee. It'd be the icebreaker. Yeah, exactly. New ep- <laughs> we're changing the episode theme, guys. Now it's just uh, we're going to be doing challenges. Get this. Because <laughs> Do you remember that cinnamon challenge that came around a while ago? Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, I never did that one. The only challenge yeah. I did was the ghost chili challenge where you eat like a ghost chili and I'm the whitest person you know. So I just, my face is red like a tomato. So it was, you're just turning into a beacon, a flashing red beacon after having that. Literally, I was crying. I think I had like, I was crying, sweating. Like I didn't know what water was where on my face, you know, like, it was, like <laughs> one of those painful experiences I've ever had. <laughs> I I can appreciate that and I think with that cinnamon challenge all I can remember is the cloud when you watch those videos the cloud of you know powder around that person yeah yeah it's um I'm happy to like try new things and like I said and do a challenge but <laughs> some of these things I can anticipate that I would not it's not wise it's like you're still in <laughs> it's like you're still in the interview process <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to be fair you're three weeks into the job you don't want to say anything too detrimental <laughs> <laughs> But surely, you used to be a primary school teacher, didn't you? Yes, yeah. So did you have, like, surely you must have had kids doing stupid challenges and stuff while you were there. I don't know. I do know one thing that throughout the day, what I used to actually, <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I'm a little bit of a uh, fan of Titanic, the movie, and that means the song comes with it. Yeah. And I remember I actually got the class. They, they love to sing. So I actually um, taught them the lyrics to My Heart Will Go On. <laughs> and so they're all stood there. And because there's on YouTube, you can find the um, the karaoke instrumental. And yeah. yeah, they loved it. And maybe the high note when it was like, went up an octave, not quite nailed it. But yeah, so I used to do quite, you know, silly things. Yeah. Are you a natural singer then? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Damn, we, we nearly uncovered we nearly uncovered a secret <laughs> talent there uh, well, i wish i was but yeah i mean i mean don't we all it's always that what's the question it's always would you rather be able to play any instrument in the world or have a singing voice and actually a lot of people tend to say the singing voice rather than mm. the instrument but. but there's um i saw i think it was on tiktok actually a video where it was calling it it was it said something like if you are the eight it was like the eight-year-old me recording my voice <laughs> to see if I could sing and I'm like I feel so seen everyone I, used to, I, just, I know I did that I admit it 
relatable. Do you want to plug? Do you want to plug your TikTok in so you can get some more viewers? <laughs> or are you just a scroller? Oh, absolutely! I'm a scroller. I don't. The, the only the only uh, TikTok video I've got is um, I did the the haircut thing in the first lockdown because uh, yeah. you can see me right now. It's a podcast, but you can see can that there's see, quite yeah. a lot of hair on top of my head. <laughs> so I mean, start of lockdown, I had blonde hair. Yeah, oh. yeah, for, yeah. I think people will have to follow me on Instagram to see that. This yeah, ter- so, terrible, terrible decision. So the training program is that stressful? Is it? <laughs> no, this is just before the training program. <laughs> before. Mm. All right, pleasantries done. <laughs> we need to keep this on schedule. So I'm gonna say, still or sparkling water. So I've gone for still water. Oh. So sorry, actually, I forgot to welcome you into the restaurant, but I'll still ask still a sparkling order. We'll do it before you enter the restaurant this time. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's still COVID time. You can't come in. It's takeaway. No, it's takeaway. You know what? Actually, today, actually, because COVID's a bit precarious, we're going to set up it as like an outside, uh, like beer garden sort of meal. Maybe. Well, the sun's shining, so I'm happy. I mean, sunshine is, yeah, it's about 20, 30 degrees out. So, okay. Yeah, sorry. So still, still a sparkling water. What did you say? Sorry again. Um, yeah, I went for still water. Still I, water. Yeah. It's, um, I'm not, I'm not sure what previous guests have thought, but yeah, I, I just don't get the sparkling, the taste of it. It's. So it seems to be at the moment, I think we've had four episodes with three to one on still water. And I agree with that because yeah. sparkling water seems to be a very European thing. Mm. Well, yeah. also that I have a little bit of a backstory on like, there's two things. I think it tastes like, do you remember, you know, like pain relief, you can get them yeah. dissolved. It tastes like that, starters. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, it's like those, like... You know, when you go traveling and... Um, Unfortunately, you know, this is a standard traveling thing. Everyone has to take those sort of like, what do you call it? Those like diarrhea, like salt things, you yeah. know, that you put in. For me, that's what sparkling water tastes like. <laughs> yeah. It's just like down it in one and get it done, isn't it? No, exactly. I, I, I mean, I've got much more time for still water. <laughs> yeah. And there was the other thing, which was when we were younger, have you heard of a soda stream? I can explain what one is. I think I've seen, I've seen too many ads for soda stream. <laughs> I don't know whether it's something that is more of like a nineties child, you know, as I am, that you would remember. But oh, I've seen many an ad for soda stream. Oh, that's okay. Uh... It's uh, yeah, my brother. He used to play pranks on us, where he would be like, "Oh, would you like a lemonade?" And this is my older brother, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, absolutely." And he thought it was highly hilarious to just carbonate the water <laughs> and then like give it to you and it, oh it, it just it haunts me still <laughs> that taste. it just takes you right back to that yeah, bitter tasting like, water yeah that sounds completely harsh it's like uh what did i what's i gonna say it's there's um it's like you know, have you heard that challenge back in challenges i feel like this is gonna be a theme of today but <laughs> it's like have you seen that one with orange juice and milk or something where you like you tell somebody they're going to drink orange juice, but they blindfold them and you give them milk, and it makes right. them want to thunder everywhere. Because it goes from like you think it's going to be like, oh, it's milk, and then you do the orange juice because you think it's going to be like really uh, calm, and then the acidy thing comes through. Yeah. Just makes you horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, thank you. Oh. 
All right. So we've settled with some still water. Would you like any like sort of lemons or like cucumber water or anything like that special? Or are we have. Um, well, I do think it's you've got to dress it up a little bit. You, it's got to be yeah. cold. No one wants room temperature tap water for starters. You know that's <laughs> that's not nice. So a little bit of lemon. Um, if you're feeling fancy, perhaps some mint. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not ooh, sure. ooh. I'm not sure if it would. You know, make much of a difference. A bit of ice as well, maybe chuck some ice cubes in yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Sorted. Well, I'm actually the only one in the kitchen today because we're still trying to get Orla back from. Uh... <laughs> she, she hasn't come into the kitchen yet. She's on. She, she's still a bit on furlough, so we're trying to get her back. But for now, we've got you the still water. So you fit. We thought maybe some appetizers. Yes. Yeah. So bread or poppadoms? <laughs> See, when, with this question, it's, you know, you think Papa Dom's is just for one meal. If you're going to have, you know, one, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Please, can someone say Papa Dom's? This is, no, I'm sorry. No. You, only, <laughs> only if you're having a curry would you have a Papa Dom to start, surely. I don't know, but I would in this instance. <laughs> wow. If it's any meal I want, because my, my main would, because still nobody really asks me, but my main would probably be something along the lines of a curry, so yeah. Oh, well then, you'll, you'll be happy, absolutely. But I would I'm be, afraid... but I'm, unfortunately you can't, uh, you can't eat at your own restaurant at the moment. No, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disappoint you and say, you know where I'm going, it's bread. bread. Yes. <laughs> okay, bread's fine, bread is fine, but where are we going with this bread? Because bread is a very large topic. <laughs> Well, I do again. It's probably I wouldn't. I don't really see the point of having bread at the start anyway, because it's like it's just like a, a, ran, a, a random custom that we seem to have, isn't it? Where you know. Oh but, God! I'm starting to think about kicking you off this podcast at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no. So, okay. Right, okay. So with bread, right? Um, I think it's just you know the miniature loaves that you get. If yeah. they put the effort in where they like look like mini loaves, a little bit, you know, think, oh, that looks quite cute. I'll enjoy that. And uh, just warm, nice bit of butter on there, crusty, crusty bread. Yeah, because yeah. to be honest, I think it's a, the thing is, I wouldn't say I love poppadoms, so I'd say poppadoms aren't a hustle. But I'd say with bread, bread is just a hustle to fill you up. Yeah. Or oh, is it? No, why would they want to fill no, you I was up? Gonna before, say, you know? as, I don't think they want to fill you up today. Surely the, the, there must be a hustle there, you know. Yeah. I don't know what they could do to make you... Hmm. I had thought of something, but I don't think it's quite right to share. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to just do it after the podcast. I don't want to hear this stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. So we've got some bread, warm, butter, crusty. Lovely. You sure you don't want anything like some... Uh, Digby had garlic bread last time for two courses. <laughs> But um, not oh, like o- not like olive bread or something like I that. I didn't realise we could jazz it up, you know. I thought it was... Oh, yeah, no, you can jazz it up. It's, it's an imaginary restaurant, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I could, I, could, I could put stardust in it if you wanted to the sake of it, you know. Yeah. And do you know what? I probably would... I probably would have just the, the warm, crusty bread and I would probably have a little nibble on it and then I'd be like, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the main or... Starting now. I mean, oh, if you like Titanic, we could put it. We could bring it in a little Titanic boat. <laughs> Titanic a, boat basket. <laughs> well, there is that moment, isn't there, when Jack's eating that bread roll with the uh, first-class diners? Yeah. So 
I don't remember the movie that much. I just remember something about a ship going down. Yeah, that's probably the most, that's the biggest. I mean, that's probably the, and it's like, paint me like one of your French girls. Those are the only two things I can really remember from it. <laughs> uh, I've got quite a few little quotes that I can take from it. So. Okay, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming later in the podcast. Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> we, won't, we won't do it now. Oh, perfect. All right, so you got your bread, you've had a little nibble. So we're coming on to the next part. What starter would you like at my lovely imaginary restaurant? So I've gone for white bait. White uh, bait, oh yeah. I, I just can get behind that. Oh yeah, it is. I can I appreciate that. For many people, it's probably uh, uh, you know room one hundred and one, isn't it? Like, do not yeah. want to ever see it. But if you have some roasted garlic mayonnaise with it, it's got everything you need. A little slice of lemon. It's deep fat fried as well, so it's a little bit naughty. Winner. <laughs> it's what- is it? Is it? A, it must be a very British thing. I've never seen it anywhere else in the world. Yeah, it it's, and you know you're in a good you're in a good country pub, really. When yeah. you see it on the menu. It, it shows it's not one of these. You know, like these sort of Brewster's Fair sort of ones, which are sort of like the menu's the same wherever you go in the country. Like you know, you're a proper pub, like where you when you got white bait on the menu, you're like, yeah. That just shows what the potential for the rest of the meal is going to be. Mm, absolutely. I mean, and that represents our, our, our restaurant because we make some pretty good white bait. Well, there is one thing that I've had with bad experience with white bait. Yes. Um, I remember the but when it came out, the size of the because they're quite small, really, aren't they? That's the idea of it. They're literally whole fish. I mean, for anybody who doesn't know what white bait is, white bait is basically like a small fish that's basically deep fried whole. Yeah, so, but it's and still. You, and, it's, like one bite, isn't it? Very small. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're literally like little tiddlers. So you like yeah. dip it in the garlic mayo or whatever, or aioli, and you just, it's, yeah. it's absolutely perfect. But this pub that I went to, I looked at my friends and I said, I'm pretty sure they've gone down to the local pet shop and got this batch in. They, <laughs> oh, really? looked, they were, they were this, you know, a goldfish, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like. I just couldn't, no, that was where I just, uh, I don't like to waste food, but I just couldn't, couldn't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine going to a restaurant and there's just little goldfish? Like... Yeah. That's what it was almost like, you know, like a tank of goldfish for your white bait, you know, still alive. So it's like when you get oyster, um, lobsters. Oh, yeah. I don't, ag- <laughs> I, I don't agree with that because I went to, um, I've been to a few uh, Chinese supermarkets and they just have all their live like sort of fish just in the tanks and stuff. And as a biologist, I see it and I go, oh, animals. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, I proceed to remember they're going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's a completely different concept, isn't it? Like, in their it, it, I think it's, I mean, it's good because I guess you see what you eat, which I think a lot of people are sort of immune to now, you know, these days. You know, when you get just your chicken and your packets and stuff. I, I've gone slightly more vegetarian recently, not completely, but like, I eat a lot more vegetarian food. But Yeah, well, there's a lot more choice now, isn't there, when you go out to the supermarkets and things, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so white bait. I, I actually mm. fully rate that. That's it. Although that's a classic sort of that's something my mum would always order or my granddad. If they see white bait on a menu, they're like, sort me yeah. out. And I always like, but I think it's more of like a sherry thing. I don't think I could eat a whole thing to myself. Oh, uh, yeah, I I could. Yeah, and just just going back to your comment saying this is something your mum or whoever would order. I always get referred back to as like you're such like a mum, Tom. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> mum, I mean, you... like. 
myself, generation on it there. Yeah, I mean, you've just joined, uh, I mean, just joined MDS and MDS is quite, uh, it's a very female run business. It's very good. Like, uh, well, happy international, happy international women's day as well for yesterday. Actually. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. To, all the, to, all, to our women listeners on this podcast. But yeah, I know it's, it's, it's MDS is, uh, is a woman run uh, uh, project really at the moment. You're probably one of the first male staffs actually. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Is it, are you very excited to be working? Because it's an amazing team out there. Yeah, it, you know that's it. Doesn't phase me at all. Like I, I'm no. everybody here is is so kind and welcoming, and yeah. Um, it, but then it's fun, I suppose, to shape up the dynamic a little bit. So when we're going out to university career fairs, you know, we've mm. got you got you know be myself and Kirsty there. So yeah. I think, yeah, no, it should be, it'd be an interesting team dynamic see you and Kirsty are actually trying to get some more MDS graduates there. <laughs> you, must, you must be looking forward to getting to all these uh, uni fairs and stuff soon. <laughs> well, they, this is it. It's kind of like, it's almost like a false start. I, 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 I know I need to get the basics here, but certainly going out to the universities, that's the part where you can meet the people, uh, the graduates. And one thing yeah. that I really felt like is making sure that people feel have the confidence you know to to apply for mds because there's so much potential out there and i think at that age some people probably will pass it by and think oh i'm not quite ready for that and my goal is to tap into that talent and then we'll see what happens but hopefully hopefully i'll do it right because otherwise i'll have greta after me i think oh no you you, you will do we're gonna we're gonna have to question though if suddenly the rates start going down yeah (laughs) I'm promising big things here. Promising big things. If Greta's listening to this, she's going to be like... <laughs> All right. So I guess actually, we've got your white bait sorted. If you're happy with that, was it good quality? It was absolutely that? delicious. It was fried to perfection. And you must be, you know, on your own. You said you're on your own in there. Sweat yeah. Beats, so kudos. There you go. But it's all fresh as well. Freshly caught today. <laughs> Wait, is, sea, is, is white bait sea? Is, this is going to sound so dumb. Is it a sea fish or a saltwater fish or is it freshwater? I do not know. I do not know. I just, uh, you'd have to see what your supplier pets at home say. <laughs> oh, yeah, pets at home, maybe. <laughs> Luckily, we do not get our stuff from pets at home. <laughs> uh, all right, on that note, I think we'll be moving on. Um, so I guess we're going to have a slight break actually in the meal because we just want to give you a bit of rest before you start your main. But um, I've asked you to bring an interesting or funny fact or story about yourself. Yeah, um, I had a little think about this. And something that's quite different is years ago, when I was younger, I was always like in the village, you know, with my friends walking around. We'd all be like cheeky chappies. And um, we walked past the church and they're ringing the bells. And they yeah. came down after their bell practice. And I said to the uh, one of the people, I was like, oh, can you um, can you take us up to the belfry? You know, thinking I was being all Larry and just whatever. And he actually, uh, he did. He took us to have a look. And then from that point, I actually went into bell ringing for a little while. <laughs> Who would have thought it? <laughs> I am a campanologist. A campanologist, is that what they call it? That is what it's called, yeah. Oh my god, bell ringing! I I used to do handbells. Oh, see, I was with the big boys, yeah, out there. 
You were the big boys. I was only a, I was only an amateur in the bell ringing <laughs> in the bell ringing world. What sort of tunes could you play? Uh, I could, this is something. It's just more of a random fact that I did. There isn't really a tune to play, is there? It's just kind of like a. It's just tempo, isn't it? Yeah, and it's Things. you know I was um, the music's quite the, the well not music the uh, sheets they use to follow is actually quite it's all like mathematical sequences. Yeah. So I'm not really a maths person, so I was straight away like I think that was my last day when they were like, right, we're moving on to these. <laughs> fair play, fair play. <laughs> I don't think I, I mean I've never I've always wanted to go in one of those towers. I mean all the what do you call it? I'm trying to think now. All the all the bell ring like it just reminds me of when I was at school because used to I used to live next to like a church, a big abbey where it used to just be every day and like they do it in Basel now in Switzerland and I hear it all. It just kind of reminds me of home to be honest. Right now. Yeah, it's never great. People always complain. It's like oh the bell ringers are at it again, aren't they? But... I think they're all electronic now. These electronically done these days, unless you're in a small village. But like I say, it was just one of those things where I thought I'll mm. give it a go and. Um, this old couple, every time it was um, the practice night, they used to come in their little Skoda Fabia. It was lime green. Yeah. Used to pick me up and would drive out to the different churches in the parish. And, yeah, <laughs> Sounds like you had a wild childhood. Oh, I mean, you know, living out in the middle of nowhere, you had to get your kicks somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you grow up? I it was in Link, uh, Lincolnshire. Yeah. Lincolnshire. Oh, we seem to have quite a few people. I, I, I live with the guys from Lincolnshire, I think. There's quite a few people from MDS there. I think uh, MDS train. you meet the trainers is usually held in Grantham, I think, which is... Yeah, Grantham's not... I don't live too far from there. And um, even in my, my third week, looking at some applications, I've already seen a lot of links to people yeah. that I know or, you know, areas that I know, schools, that type of university. So... Yeah. It is. Lincolnshire is a big county, but on the other hand, it's quite small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've passed through on the way home all the time. So it's, um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we've heard the bell ringing. The bells have rung and dinner time is upon us. So, Tom, what main course would you like for dinner? So my main course would be um, cheese fondue. It's uh, it's not probably the most COVID secure meal at the moment, no. sharing and dipping, but oh my god, it is I think the best way to do it. Have you you're in you're in Switzerland at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, I've I've had many a fondue since I've been here. Although I'm starting to get a bit sick of them now, actually. <laughs> it is yeah it's not something to do every day that's for no sure. definitely it's so heavy but that's the thing about the swiss is everything is cheese yeah, yeah. it's like um the raclette which is potato with cheese mm. and then you have like other cheese things it's just all cheese basically fondue cheese yeah anywhere that they can fit that cheese in it's there but okay so we're on fondue <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, just for any of you listening, it won't sound like there was a cut, but there's a lot of sound in the background from someone, a certain flatmate singing. So, I thought it was the restaurant entertainment. Oh, yeah, no, actually, it's just the speakers. We, 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 we control our uh, restaurant very well. 
I did say I was working alone, but actually Jack's another MDS tag member who snuck into the background and started a band in the background. So, do you know? Do you know one of the weirdest restaurant about music, weirdest restaurant experiences I've ever had is um, was in Portugal. Yeah, and um, it was this this like cabin restaurant. It was just tucked away. Um, randomly, the staff started handing out maracas and. You know those things that click. What are they called? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they're mar- no, not maracas. They're... You got you got maracas that you shake, and the click is the marionettes. Or... Anyway, Maraca- we, we all know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we was all doing this, you know, waiting till what's happened. And this guy came out with a puppet, which was which was a cat. Yeah. And this cat was animated in the way <laughs> it blinked. <laughs> And he got us all to start singing this song. Like, they all seem to know it, all the locals. <laughs> My friend and I were just like, what is going on? But they were, <laughs> the tune was really catchy. And it was the most bizarre, surreal moment with this cat slowly walking around the restaurant, coming to your table and looking at you and blinking. <laughs> and then he just disappeared. Could you imagine doing that, Could you imagine doing that in UK? <laughs> I know, I think everyone, yeah, definitely. If, so, if some guy came up to you at a pub in Yorkshire and just started bringing out like a puppet cat and started trying to get you to sing with him, you'd think he's absolutely battered mental <laughs> or like, you know. Oh. Uh, so I guess back to, the, quickly quickly back to the fondue, would you have, what sort of stuff would you dip in the fondue? Because I guess that's one of the main components of it. Yeah, well, this is the, this is the beauty of a fondue is that you can really go for whatever you like. Um, Anything. Yeah, it could, you know, I would uh, a bit white bait in there. No, um, save some from the stuff. Yeah, I would say it's got to be the classic stale bread. So the bread that from the starter, yeah, you know, I, you can that I save. You can have a bit of that in there. Because yeah, stale like cause they do like they cross the bread up. Like it's uh, usually sort of like harder stuff, as so it'll just fall off into the yeah, um, yeah. That's unlucky is if you're the person who actually, when you're going in and you bring out the fork and it's, oh, it's, mm. you have to do the awkward dig around. But you go for the chorizo, um, yeah. you know, like some nice like meats, that type of thing. I'd even go for broccoli, potato, get some veg in there. Get some veg in there, yeah. Because yeah. they say, because um, I don't know if you knew this, but a tradition in Switzerland is if you have fondue at someone's house, the first person to lose the food off their stick into the cheese has to make the next one. Oh, is it? There we go. So, I mean, I might, sh- I might actually, it's very unprofessional, but I'm, I actually kind of fancy a fondue. So I might just sit down at the table and have a fondue with you for actually this one. If you want some company, seeing as you're the only one in the restaurant. Well, there's more than enough to share. Fondue is a sharing thing anyway. Isn't it, it is. So... Yeah. I think it would be pretty sad if you were sat eating, you know, a fondue on your own. <laughs> two, two, two meter distance though two meter yeah, distance obviously yeah. i'll just have to like come and put it in and then walk over back to the kitchen you know <laughs> yeah. make sure the band's sorted <laughs> that, but that's Perfect. that's why i love doing because uh, i've back at home i've got i've got my own fondue set and things yeah. and it's the best thing to wheel out it looks like you're putting loads of effort for, but not. for nothing yeah <laughs> so no, no, don't t- don't say that. Is anybody listening will be like, <laughs> yeah, my drinks will be, be revealed. Yeah. But yeah, to be fair, it can make it look like you've made so much effort on a meal. Mm. Cheat sheet. Exactly. Although I can't, I can't even think about what the calories are like on that. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that's the thing. When it's an indulgent, you, you don't think about that sort of. Nah, thing. that's real. I I feel like it'd be a very good hungover meal sort of thing. 
Oh yeah, I've never thought yeah. about it as a hangover. Can you imagine yeah. going to a kebab shop after a night out and they're like, "Oh, here's just a cheese pot with like loads of stuff." <laughs> You'd be in heaven, wouldn't you? I think it would be something I'd go for. You know, I am a cheese hound, so it's fine. Oh. All right. So talking about hangover, <laughs> before mm. we get to your dessert, we're gonna go. I'm just gonna go to the bar and just. We've got a really good bar actually as well. Yeah. What after meal drink would you like? Well, this is, uh, yeah, I, throughout the meal, I would just like, I'd probably be in my second bottle of wine by now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And it's got to be red, red bit of red plonk for me. I'll be red happy. wine. Any any specific type of red wine, like Merlot, Shiraz? Well, yeah, I just, I'm quite easygoing. I think if it was, um, I think Cab Sav, yeah, something like that would be. yeah. One of my biggest fears in life is buying wine. For you know when you you know when someone invites you to the house and you uh, and, and you, out of niceness. Well, I hope people do. I'm not the only one who does this, but you just go and you buy a bottle of wine for the person hosting you. Biggest fear in the world because I have no idea. I just look at this big rack of wine and I'm just like, I just do it by price. I go mid to mid as long as it's not the three pound one and as long as it's not yeah. the thirty pound one. Right in the middle, you're usually all right. Yeah, I will go, what I will do is I will stand there in the aisle and I'll look for those yellow tabs, which I reduced, you know, and it's like money off. You just think, oh, that was £10. No, it's £7. It's got to be good. Uh, <laughs> just go go for the fancy labels as well. The ones yeah. that look like, you know, because uh, sometimes like they don't even look at it, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's it. And um, I just, if it's got to be over 14%, and you know, not because it's the high alcohol content, but you know that you're on, you're okay. Yeah. It's 14% alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Yeah, you know, you know you're going to be happy by the end of the meal and you're probably going to get a taxi home by that point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily about this restaurant, because it's imaginary, you don't have to worry about getting home today. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've got you a lovely glass of red wine. Mm. And I guess this brings us up to near the end of the podcast. Mm. But what dessert would you like, Tom? So I'm going from fondue, which I think was quite a trend in the 70s, wasn't it? It was quite like a, yeah. you know. And my dessert, I think, is a trend from the 70s. It's a trifle. Trifle? <laughs> trifle, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I don't, I don't know if that's like, you know, a unpopular choice but I mean it's got three layers almost you know you've got your yeah. jelly your custard the dream topping I could eat on its own anyway and a little sprinkled on top I just think it's I think it's a great go-to it's a showstopper <laughs> I mean if I had that you know on the bake-off Mary Berry would be over the moon I think yeah do you reckon you could go on Great British Bake Off <laughs> um I go great no you would you be more like James Acaster where he goes like here it is I failed I'm leaving <laughs> I would definitely be the person who yeah who tipped their um their, their food in the bin the cake you know it's like this isn't worked forget where I am and then no um I I have to say trifle I was I was about to say to you just as we were getting to this last in that this is probably one of the one of the one of the menus that I like most out of this, but the trifle. So come on, what's wrong with the trifle? I Let's just, have it out. 
for, okay, it doesn't really help that I don't really like sweet things, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of jelly because of the texture. Custard, I like with like crumble, but like I wouldn't have cold custard. Yeah. And then I don't even know what goes on top of it, but. I guess yeah. it, I guess it's an actual dessert. We had two episodes ago. We had someone have haggis for dessert. So, <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, like, uh, I think the dream topping. Nobody knows what that's made out of for starters. It's just is it like cream. is it like cream or something? Or is, is it? Yeah, but you know what it's like when it comes out of that box, doesn't it? I wouldn't be there like making it all from scratch. It comes out. No. You've got the little packets, and it feels like a bit of a ceremony putting it together. Yeah, um, but. I just, I think, going, you say you don't like the texture of jelly, but I'm sorry, but that is, like, j- strawberry I mean, jelly is one of I, the best things ever. This, this is, your, this is, this is, this is your meal. I'm, I'm, I'm just simply making a side comment, but. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, have you, have you in the TripAdvisor review, thank you. Did your mom make a good trifle? Is there any specific, or any good trifles that you've had that you're like, oh, that is banging? <laughs> Uh, do you know what the best trifle I had was um, a chocolate orange trifle. I'm sure it had some booze in it as well. So Ooh, I feel like that, I, could, I could get behind that. Yeah, I think in the sponge because you have little sponge fingers in the trifle, the jelly, and yeah. I'm sure they had put some sort of liqueur in there. It was, it was a, yeah. it was a win. That's ideal. That is ideal. I'm going so to put that so as your dessert. I, we, can get, we can get you that one specifically as well. Yeah, that's great then. That's, uh, I feel like I'm winning you over with that choice there. You actually have converted me on my thought of <laughs> trifles throughout this. So uh, I, I, I'm fully backing that. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's the end of the meal. So do you want me to just go through what, you, what you've had? Just uh, run through the menu? Yeah, let's go for it. So we've gone for still water with ice mint or lemon you know just to like jazz it up we don't like yeah. anything boring we've gone unfortunately for bread and no, i'm joking we've gone from bread <laughs> some warm warm crusty bread with a bit of butter as you, as, as a bread or pop it on for a starter we've managed to pull some lovely white bait out with a bit of a garlic roasted garlic mayonnaise main course we've cracked out a swiss fondue and we've tried to kit it out with some stale sort of bread Meats, broccoli, potato, just yeah. everything really. We might we might throw in your poppadom. To make you happy, a poppadom could be a dunking choice. Okay. That sounds like there a go. very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Poppadoms in fondue. Oh my god, I, I, I don't know. I'm very I'm very on the I'm on the fence about that. <laughs> you would definitely be snuffing and dropping it in and being having to make the fondue the next time I think of poppadom. I think like that could be a good that could be a good hangover snack, that could. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. So the after meal drink, you'd go for a red wine, or, and actually, or, or a couple of bottles throughout the meal. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. And then just to finish off, uh, a Terry's chocolate orange trifle. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> Winner. Absolutely. Winner. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show, Tom. Uh, it, hopefully, we'll meet you in person soon with uh, when Meet the Trainees happens, maybe. Yeah, that'd be really good. But I've really enjoyed it. It's, uh, it's been an experience. Yeah, I really enjoyed enjoyed having you on. So, yeah. Uh, after episode four, and we're nearly coming to the end of the series. We've got one more episode, an Easter special coming up, actually, mm-hmm. before we go on to season two. 
I don't know how we've managed to get to a season two, but brilliant. <laughs> it's, that is really good. And I'll tell you one thing, I have I do like to leave a TripAdvisor review, so keep an eye out for that. I mean, we're we're on we're on many <laughs> social media accounts. Please I don't know, can you do a TripAdvisor for Spotify? <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs> it's where your lovely restaurant. <laughs> exactly. Tag Talks restaurant. Yeah. All right. So on that note, thank you, Tom. I will see you soon. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye.